What is going on, Pod Squad? It is your girl, Sonofia Williams. I am here today with you all for a new topic called the Christian Diet. Y'all, God just gave me a word on this. Actually, he gave it to me this morning when I um, was out for my morning walk. I usually try and go and get some cardio in Monday through Friday, five days a week, get an hour of cardio in. God speaks to me literally everywhere. There's no limits to when he speaks, where he speaks, how he speaks. So I, I just, I had to write this down. Well, not literally write it down. I put it down in my phone, you know, put it, saved it in my notepad. Um, he gave me the Christian diet. And what he started speaking to me, I, I mean, it, it was good. It was good, good, if we could be honest. But I mean, if you think about it, many of us, um, as we walk with God, we have a spiritual, we have our own spiritual journeys, you know, and some of us are more mature Christians. You have baby Christians, those who are just now starting their walks. Um, you have those that are spiritually handicapped. You have those that, you know, their growth, their growth has been stunted, excuse me. So their spiritual growth has been stunted. And then again, like I said, you have those that, um, are more seasoned with their walk, you know, the seasoned Christian walkers or faith believers. And basically with the Christian diet, what God was speaking to me about this morning is the way we start with, you know, baby Christians is basically just like a baby, like a human baby. We're, we're fed the word kind of like the breast, you know, and we're getting milk. That's how we're fed. That's how we are fed the word. And we're getting that milk and we, we rely on that milk. That milk is what keeps us going. That milk is what puts us to sleep. That milk is what sustains us. That milk is what uh, helps us to grow in those early developmental stages in our lives of our Christian Christian journey. But even think about it as a baby. When you're a baby, as you're growing, once you get to a certain age, you can't stay on milk the entire time. There are times you need to be weaned off the breast and gone in, going into solid foods. And it's the same way, even with our uh, Christian walks and our spiritual walks and our journeys with God, we can't always rely on milk. And if we do, if you keep a baby, a human baby on milk the entire time, or even if you look at it like an animal, you know, they start nursing with the mom, but they get to a point where they start getting teeth and they need solid foods. You know, they need uh, more uh, sustenance in their diets to sustain their growth. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That was good. They need more sustenance in their diet, things of substance, like good solid foods to sustain their growth. There are developmental stages. So even with our walks with God, if we are just always looking to be fed on the breast with milk, we're going to stun our growth. You need solid foods, even, you know, as a baby, you need fruits and vegetables. You need meat and potatoes when you get older. Um, you need full vegetables when you get old, older. And as a, a baby Christian, those of us that just started walking with God, some of us, God is like, okay, it's time for you to wean off the breast now. It's time for you to wean off the milk. I need to put you on solid foods. And if you are always taken in in milk form, If we're always taking in in milk form, we're going to stun our growth. If we're always looking to just limited reading of reading the word, we're going to stun our growth. Sooner or later, we have to be fed more. We can't, man should not live by bread alone. Um, we have to be fed more in our, in our spiritual diets, in our Christian diets. And in order to be fed more, we got to we gotta read more. We got to read deeper. We got to read longer. We got to 
ask the Holy Spirit to help us discern it. We got to ask the Holy Spirit to help us dissect the word and unfold the word and look deeper into the word. Because many of us are still reading the word just on surface level. And God is like, you've graduated from that part. You've graduated from just being fed by milk. I desire for you to come deeper with me, come closer with me, be in my presence more, read more. Now, the word, the word is our living word. So every time you read the Bible, I don't care if you read this, you've read the same passage more than one time, the same scripture more than one time, each time you're going to get a different revelation from it, you know, based on where you are in your life or where you are in your season or where you are in your current circumstance. And if we're only barely reading here and there, if, if we're reading a word, you can even get spiritually obese. And what do I mean by that? That's someone who gets the word and you do nothing with it. The whole point of receiving the word, God says he wants us to be doers and not just listeners. So if you're you're spiritually obese, if you're getting the word and you get a word and you get revelation, you get new revelation, you get a new word, but you're doing nothing with it, you're not applying it. God desires for us to be, he desires to overflow in us. And the way he overflows in us is when we get a word or Whatever that word may be, we're supposed to pour it out to others. That way, our anointing, our oil will never stop flowing. God is all about flowing new word in you, new new uh, anointing in you, new oil in you. And to do that, again, God fills you up and he fills you until you begin to overflow. Now go be an overflow to someone else. You're, we're empty and willing vessels. Ask God to decrease you and increase on the inside of you. So in order to develop more in our Christian walks and become more mature Christians, what are you doing with the word that you're getting? Are you actually applying it to your life? Are you a listener or are you a listener and a doer? You got to be able to apply the word that you're getting. You got to go let it overflow into someone else. You got to go bless someone else. You got to go save someone else. You got to go be light to someone else's darkness. You are someone's assignment. Someone is your assignment. But if you're not standing God's word and you're just kind of getting verse in scripture, you know, here and there, Again, you're going to stunt your Christian growth and God desires for us to walk closer with him. He desires for us to be mature Christians walking with him. Don't get your word and just stick with it and you're still drinking milk. Now you're becoming malnutrition. You needed solid foods. You needed fruits and vegetables. But the thing is, you don't like some of the things that God... Now listen, when God is giving us word, everything doesn't tickle the flesh. Everything doesn't make you feel good. His, his word doesn't always give you the warm and fuzzies. And a lot, oftentimes, thank you, Jesus, we reject God's word because we don't like how it sounds. We don't like how it made us feel. Look at the Bible. If you look at the Old Testament versus the New Testament, before Jesus came along, you know, with the laws and regulations and the Ten Commandments that Moses gave us, things were a little more harsh, if, if I can be honest, if I could be transparent with it. And oftentimes when we get a word, as long as it gives us the warm and fuzzies, we're ready to receive that word. We're happy. We're hoping and hollering. But what about when you get a word that doesn't make you feel good, that uh, displeased you or frustrated you or confused you or left you with uncertainty or left you fearful? You know, sometimes that word is still needed based on your Christian uh, walk or journey or based on your season. And we can't keep rejecting that word because that's almost like a a small child that's growing up and your parent is trying to give you vegetables. Yeah, you don't like how the vegetables take, but you need those vegetables to have a healthy life, to have a strong life. You know, you're growing up as a child, you need those nutrients from the vegetables. So you still need the nutrient of the word, even a word that's not pleasing to you, even a word that doesn't taste good to you. 
it's okay. You know, it doesn't have to taste good to be good for you. Everything that feels good to you is not always good for you. Thank you, Jesus. And we need to understand that, you know, it's times that I read the Bible, you know, things that I'm just like, oh my gosh, this, this was confirmation. I needed this, you know, it tickled my flesh. Like this encouraged me. But then there are times I hear a word that it convicts me. But how can we expect to grow as Christians if we don't allow God to come in and correct us? God is of gentle correction. He's not of condemnation. So if you're feeling like the word is, is, is condemning you, God is not here to condemn you, but he will convict you. He will gently correct you. But if we don't allow the gentle corrections or to hear the words that we may not necessarily have felt good by, we're limiting our growth. We are becoming spiritually handicapped. We're now stunted in growth. And when we should have fully developed and be mature Christians, you got to be okay with the word that God gives you, whether it's pleasing to the flesh or whether it's unsettling. Lord knows he's given me lots of word that has been unsettling. There's been word that has convicted me. There's been words that God is not a fear. He's gave us a, a, a power, my, a power of love and a sound mind. But at the same time, you just got to understand it. That's it. Once you understand God's character and a way to understand God's character is to spend time with God, be in relationship with God. And once you understand God's character, you'll start understanding that even a word that doesn't feel good, there's still going to be some good that comes out of that. I've been through seasons where God has had me do things I didn't want to do, had me say things I didn't want to say, had me walk away from things I didn't want to walk away from, you know, old habits, old behaviors, things that didn't look like him and weren't pleasing to him. But if every word was to make me hope and holler and be encouraged, then I'm, how am I really spiritually growing? And we limit ourselves with how we're being fed. You know, we only want to be fed that good, warm milk. But God is like, okay, for you to grow up, now I need to give you some more solid food. I need to wean you off of that. You need to be okay with the word that I give you that may not have been something that you wanted to hear. I've gone through that season too. A lot of the word God gives me, I don't want to hear it at the time. It doesn't always make sense. You know, but the more you have to trust God. And once you know that God is a good God, he's so sovereign, he's so merciful, he's so graceful. He has plans to prosper you and to not harm you. You know, the enemy wants you to think that every word that God says, even if it doesn't make you feel good, like it has to be horrible things that come after that. And that's not of God. You know, everything that he gives you, everything that he says to you, everything that you read, his His word is the truth. Everything is not to, it's, it's not to harm you. None of it is to harm you. But we got to stop rejecting God's word. We got to stop rejecting God's plan because again, we limit our growth. We stun our growth. We become spiritually handicapped. And if we want to fully walk into all that God has for us to manifest everything that God has for us, we got to be okay with the different seasons of food that we're getting from the word. It won't always be milk. You're going to have to graduate to solid foods. You're going to have to graduate to those vegetables that you don't like, to that asparagus, to those peas. You're going to have to graduate to those jar foods. You're going to have to graduate to meat and potatoes. And there will be times that you have meals that you needed the meal because it was nourishment for your body, but maybe you didn't like the meal. Maybe the uh, meal uh, didn't excite you, but it was still nourishment. It was still needed. It still kept you going. It still sustained you. You still grew from it. And that's how it is with our Christian. That's how it is with our walks with God. Everything won't always be pleasant. God didn't say the weapons wouldn't form. He just said they wouldn't prosper. 
And too often we think that God is not in it just because it doesn't feel good, just because it doesn't sound good. Get in your Bibles. It's there. It's clearly a lot of things that God did that did not sound good, did not give you the warm and fuzzies. But then there's tons of things that encourage you, that just feel like they complete you. They they just give you a fire, a light, they stir up the living waters inside of you. It shifts your spirit. It awakens your spirit. But we have to just trust the things that God tells us, the thing that things that God shows us, the things that God say to us, the word that we're getting, the revelation that we're getting. And the more you have a relationship with God, the more you walk with God, the more you stay in God's face, the more you stay in God's presence, you'll begin to know his character. You won't know everything there is to know about God, but you'll know he's of love. He's holy. He's He's peace. He's glory. He's everything good. He's, he's the best. It doesn't get any better than God. Then you'll be able to understand that some of that word that you get that you didn't necessarily like, it was still good for you. He will still make good out of it because he's a good God. You just got to trust him. So what does your Christian diet look like, Pod Squad? Have you been walking with God long enough that you should be more on a seasoned uh, diet right now? Are you stunting your growth? Are you spiritually obese? Remember that you're getting a whole lot of word, but you're not applying it. You're not doing anything with it. Are you still surface level with your Christian walk and still being, are you still on the breast? Is God trying to wean you off? Do you reject the vegetables, those nasty vegetables that don't please you? Do you reject those? You still need them. You need them for that nourishment. You need them for growth. You need them to sustain you. If not, you're going to become spiritually handicapped. You will stunt your growth. And then you're limited to everything that God is trying to do with you, for you, and through you. Let's trust God through the process. Everything doesn't always have to feel good to be good for you. Because even when he gives you revelation after something that you didn't too much care for, God will then give you the revelation or let you know after you've passed the test or after you've gotten through that trial or after you've come through that storm, why he did it the way he did it. You always get that aha moment. You always get that revelation once you look back on it. You never understand it while we're in it. But remember, God can see ahead. He can see around the corner. We could just see what's in front of us and what's behind us. We don't know what's on the other side, but God does. So we have to trust the word he gives us, trust when he gives it to us. Why is this word so important right now? How is this going to help me? So rather than reject the word, ask God, why do I need these vegetables right now? Why do I need this word right now? What is this word going to do for me? What are you trying to show me with this word? What are you trying to give me? Help me understand this. Help me dissect this. Help me unfold this. Help me show, show me how to apply this to my life. Show me how the dots connect. Show me how this will all make sense. So I encourage you, Pod Squad, what does your spiritual diet look like? What does your Christian diet look like? Are you still on one form of food when God intended for you to be on another? Are you still rejecting the things that you don't want to hear, the things that don't taste good to you? Are you a seasoned Christian? Are you a mature Christian? Are you spiritually handicapped? Are you spiritually obese? Identify, ask God to show you who you are. Ask God to show you where you're lacking in your Christian diet. Ask God to show you what, what do you need to add to your diet? Ask God to show you what you need to take away from your diet. Thank you, Jesus. That was a good one. God, what do I need to take away from my diet? What's, what, what are these sweets and these things that are harming me that I need to take away from my Christian diet? What do I need to add more of? 
God will show you. He wants nothing more than to be included in each and every area of your lives. So ask him those things. He'll let you know you need to pull away from this. You need to pull back on that. He'll let you know for that naturally and for that spiritually. God wants you to live. Our bodies are a temple. Our bodies don't belong to us. They belong to God. We're we're tents. He's, we're an investment. We've been paid for. So once you realize your bodies are a temple and you want to make them as, as good as they can be, you'll start not rejecting the things just because you don't like how they're packaged or the way they taste or the way they look. If it comes from God, it's good. It doesn't always have to feel good, but if he brought it, if he sent it to you, it's good. And once we understand his character by being in relationship with him, closer relationship with him, intimate relationship with him, you'll be able to trust everything that comes your way. You don't always have to understand it. You don't always have to see, but you'll be able to trust what comes your way. He'll tell you things at first. He'll guide. He never gives you the whole picture. So he gives you like a little snippet first. It never makes sense when God first tells you something. Then he'll give you bits and pieces. And once you've gotten through that or once you're fully walking into it, then you can look back and see why things had to happen the way they did. Remember, I said he's a very strategic God. He's an intentional God. Nothing is wasted with God. So the food that you're trying to push away, he's going to bring it back into your diet in one way, shape or form. The more you push it away, you're just prolonging the process. The more you turn your face to the vegetables he's trying to give you into the things that don't please you or feel pleasing at the moment, you're just stunning your growth. But if you want to be able to walk into everything that God has for you, you're going to have to take those vegetables sooner or later. You're going to have to go ahead and ingest those meals and accept those meals that didn't look so pleasing to the eye. Trust God during the process. And I encourage you all, pod squad, to ask yourself, better yet, ask God, what does your Christian diet look like? What do you need more of and what do you need less of? What's good for you and what's not good for you? What do you add into your diet that God didn't, it's not a part of his will? What are you refusing to take in on your diet that God does have for you? You all be blessed. Y'all have an amazing day. Stay prayed up, stay obedient. And I encourage each and every one of you, when you go to God in prayer, ask him, what does your Christian diet look like? What does he desire for you to have more of? And what does he desire for you to have less of? Y'all be blessed. And we will see you guys next time. Peace out.